Hi, guys. I'm not doing it this time. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go on a whole new track. Clearly did not like what we were trying to say last time. Hi, guys. This is Danny. And this is Molly. And we're Black Chick Lit. lit. Gosh, that's a problematic problem. And we're struggling today. (laughs) This is take three. It is. This is attempt number three, trying to get technology to cooperate. But we're going to go with it. It's because of that day we made fun of Mark Zuckerberg. See, yeah, and I want to be like, look. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Um, Oh, no. Hold on. My computer's acting like it's about to run out of memory after. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. It, like, did. Okay. We were struggling. It did this thing where it stopped, and then it was like the timeline ended at one minute and five seconds. So I was like, is it going to just cut? But no, we're still there. We're still there. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, but this is why we do these episodes. It's, it's fine. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we're back. We we have a bonus episode we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, we're trying out here. We're trying to do. Yeah. How have you been besides these struggles? <sighs> you know, I'm hanging in there. Um, every day looks a little brighter and then ends a little worse. So we're so sad. <laughs> I look How are forward- you doing? <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm looking forward to some time in the near future we can listen to these episodes and be like, Oh, we were so stressed out, but now we're in a better place. Uh-huh. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been ignoring the news news and trying uh-huh. like I've only been focusing on petty dramas. Oh, speaking which, of. Yeah, which is like I can like that's fine. I don't mind getting all riled up about something stupid. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. That's what I mm-hmm. used to do. Um we we're gonna talk about one of them. Mm-hmm. So for someone who hates, before we get to that, I just wanted to say we did a lot for the podcast in the last Yeah, in days. the last month. Yeah, we've yeah. been busy. Keeping busy. We had, um, you know, our crossover with Mocha Girl Reads, Alicia. Um, Which you should go check out. Yes, that was a fun episode. Um, and then we had a live tweet of the first two episodes of Queen Sugar, um, which was also a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think we'll probably be doing both of those again in the future. Yeah, I was a lot thinking of fun. that. Um, and then we got a new look for our website and a new logo. Ooh, now we're professional. Like, yes. Like somebody who knew what they were doing yeah. made this one. Yeah, like me. we paid some money for it. I was <laughs> like, what? So um, we got a couple more surprises coming up. Um but yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think, as long as it's congratulatory and <laughs> flattering. We don't need no negativity. <laughs> but let's we get also- to the drama. Yes. So so I don't like YA, but I love YA Twitter because there's always <laughs> something popping off. Uh-huh. And so recently, some author who is somehow related to Instinct's J.C. Chazé tried <laughs> to buy her way onto the New York Times um, young adult bestsellers list. And apparently succeeded because they released the numbers for September 3rd. And it looked like her book, which is titled Handbook for for Mortals, was number one on the list with Angie Thomas's The Hate You Give, which had been there for 25 weeks in the number two slot. Oh, now walk me through this because I saw the angry tweets, but I'm not like well versed enough in YA Twitter to like know who to go to. You know what I mean? I, I read all the articles, yeah, so I can break this down. So it seems like they announced the new they announced the new bestseller list, mm-hmm. and there was um, a Twitter, I don't wait, Twitterer, I guess, um, who goes by the name of Phil Stamper. He is a publisher and an author, and he sort of pointed out how strange it was that this book no one had heard of 
and that was not accessible to buy anywhere was somehow the number one book in YA. Yeah. Above all these other titles that people had heard of. So they did a little investigating. And from what I can, the, the short version of what I can, from what I can figure out is what happened is someone affiliated with the book called a lot of independent booksellers to put in bulk orders mm. big enough to get them sales, but not big enough to flag the New York times, put all these bulk orders in at places so that the book would be ordered so that they could then say they sold this, this many copies of books. Wow. And that's what got them on the number one bestsellers list. Cause apparently according to all this, I learned that it only takes 5,000 books to get on there. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. So, which is still, I mean, five thousand. I can't. It's a lot, yeah, yeah. So, but um, it's so, and she scammed her way all the way to to the top. So Mm -hmm. they noted that, and they started doing some digging, and like people came and sort of like booksellers were anonymously confessing that they had had these calls, Mm -hmm. and so eventually the New York Times updated the list. They revised the list, saying like there were some indiscrepancies, and the hate you give was back on number one. Wow. And to finish it up, it looks like the title the cover work the cover art for the book was also (laughs) like lifted from something else without credit wow i mean that's so fucking crazy and wasn't there something like there was some tv deal or movie deal attached to this yes from what i could tell is like the only way they would get the funding for the movie was if the book became a bestseller Uh... so they needed the book to become a new york times bestseller in order to secure funding for a film which the author is apparently slotted to play the role in what (laughs) really yes it's so messy and i was actually it was actually kind of inspiring to see like all these ya fans on twitter come together and be like no we will not let this shit happen and they made and they affected some change. Yeah, so really good for them. Because that shit's <laughs> fucked up. It, it's it's insane. And I wonder, like, if they hadn't tried to scam so like scam so hard, mm-hmm. if they were like, well, let's let's get number ten on the list or something. If they would have been caught, probably not. Because you know the hate you give is like out here in these streets right now, and it's it's steady. So to unthrown that, yeah. Like, it would have to be a really good book. And I've heard that this was not that. Oh, if you go on Twitter, there are some screenshots of the writing. Oof. And it's Mary Sue is the word that's getting thrown around. Uh-huh. Fan fiction. And then I saw one tweet that proposed that it was the same the same author of this book wrote My Immortal. The quote unquote, the worst <laughs> fan fiction ever. Oh, uh, so. no. Oh, no it's just it was just really satisfying like that happened over the course of like maybe one day like an afternoon they got her quick they did and it was i can't tell inspiring is the only word it was like i'm so i see you all i see you all i loved it (laughs) they were like not today you're not about to mess with Mm -mm, us today mm -mm. so great you found i did i did find another scandal a less scandalous but still quite i feel like in this woman's mind it is just as scandalous um so um friend of the show (laughs) melissa cole who wrote um an extraordinary union which we read for our um romance pick um she just said on twitter um, I just got the got a notification for maybe the best comment I've ever received. And I just really wanted to give this the time it deserved because I <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was scandalized. The comment reads, 
Alyssa, I just picked up your book, An Extraordinary Union, and I'm sad to say I will be returning it to the library without reading any further, excuse me, any farther than the prologue. While your writing seems very readable, I simply cannot understand why on the first page of a novel you have to resort to using words such as penis. <laughs> what a turnoff for this reader. There are so many incredible words to use. I'm sorry, you can't find a better way to share your story without being so graphic or offensive in your approach. Oh my god. Like, sweetheart, <laughs> is this your first your first book ever? Is this her first, like, trip outside of, like, the bubble? Like, has she not existed in the world before? Like, outside of just romance, just, like, the idea of a penis offends her. Like, as, for, as a word, it's a very dry and clinical yeah. word. Like, there's much worse you could there's go so with. There's so much worse. I love, I love that she says there's so many incredible words. So many incre- <laughs> there's a whole tapestry. I'm trying to think, what are incredible words for a penis? I don't know. I guess manhood is like... Manhood. The, it's like an old romance standby. Maybe that's what she's used Man to. Rod. I would go in further, but now, like, my mom and my dad and my grandma and one of my coworkers listens to this. So use your imagination for a tapestry just, of penis words. Penis descriptors. Like, like, that's the word. Like, that's the thing that stopped you from reading she got She got halfway through that first page. I have it somewhere. I wish I could, like, oh, no, I got a bookshelf and I put them all on the bookshelves. But I would look and see how many lines down it was because she did not make it that far. I have it on my Kindle, and so if you keep talking and keep and keep thinking of other words that probably she would have preferred, I will look up and see how far shame stick search. That's <laughs> like there. If you go look at the tweet, there are a lot of suggestions. There are comments. a lot of suggestions. Um, we have that explicit tag, right? Yes, you know, oh, that you mentioned that I added that when we updated the logo. I was like, Molly has earned this for us. Nice. We, we got this E. Nice. The, so the word penis appears in the one, two, three, fourth paragraph. Uh-huh. It's not even, it's like exact in the middle of a page. And the sentence is, as if a penis would somehow prove more useful to the cause than her peculiar gift. Oh, so it's not even like she's talking about fucking. Or like a specific man's. She's just like <laughs> it's like the organ in general. Organ. That would have been better, I think. But that is, that's not a specific. She used that word because that's the word she needed to use. She could have said whatever is behind that black box on the TV <laughs> when the nudie scenes come up. I don't know. It's just that's the funniest thing I've read all day, and it's. Sort of, she does use organ later, actually. Whatever supposed benefits the organ conferred were canceled out by mullishness and a pro- propensity for Tom. If she had just read one more sentence, she would have been. She would have been. Amazed. I don't know. Maybe organ is offensive too. I just love it. And then she. Ha- I wonder what website this came from. She doesn't say. Yeah, I don't I wonder know. If it's like if it's like an Amazon comment somewhere <laughs> where I can read more about this lady's reading background. Yeah. I really want to find this person and just follow them. And, you know, you know how you like there's all those like Disney movies where you wake up (coughs) in someone else's like mind for a day, like body swap. (laughs) I want to body swap with this person for a day and learn how the less vulgar live. (laughs) I don't I've never stopped reading a book because of language. I don't think 
maybe the it's the n-word in a hateful way is used too much like if i'm reading something historic and like people are getting called nigger left and right i'm like okay i need to break like i get it but i can't think of a yeah i can't think of a single book where i'm like you know what the language yeah i can't i can't think of a time where i've heard you know seen the word penis printed on a page and just flew into a rage (laughs) enough to like not only put the book down because she okay you have to go to the library it's a popular book so you know you had to maybe get a hold or something and then you had to pick out the book and you had to take it home it's high as fuck out right now you have to crack it open make some tea you know put it put the dogs out or whatever because you're gonna have a little saucy moment to read this romance novel but get there and see the word penis and then like get so angry that you put the book down you log on to whatever website this is you find the author and you leave this comment comment. i love it i love it that just made my evening i hope lady wherever you are that you find the romance that you're i hope that you find i'm not here to judge people but it's a hard world out there full of all kinds of long cylindrical items (laughs) i mean our president uses worse language yeah. like how are you making it through the evening news how, yeah how do you live if if you if you know like hit us up i want to know from a place of love and understanding <laughs> uh, i do know like it's really i find it kind of fascinating there is this whole subgenre in romance called like clean or sweet jo- sweet romance sweet romance may actually be something different i think it's clean because sweet romance like- sounds extra dirty to me <laughs> <laughs> sweet romance is like the romance i think is not the main driver of the story it's supposed to be like some kind of like you overcome you over like it's sweet the romance is there but it's not very intense and it's like i think it's in addition to like some kind of self-actualization uh. one of the main characters goes through and whereas clean romance like it's a romance but there's like no explicit language and like the sex is bare minimum huh. and i'm like okay i guess it's like they kissed chastely on their yeah, wedding night like a face <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, and I think it may actually like some people are like. Well, I only like it if it's like the the sex has to be after they're married. Oh. So, and it's like a fade to black kind of thing. So even once they're married, like in a, they don't want to know what's happening. Those old Bollywood films where they turn away instead of kissing. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Or the screen just gently it's, fades to black, and you know you're supposed you're to, supposed to know that they held hands all night. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, so I find it interesting. I find romance is an interesting genre. Speaking of, did you hear there's apparently a little, it's still bubbling up, but apparently the Romance Writers Association, mm-hmm. there has been some pushback against the efforts to make it more inclusive. I am not fully educated on this. I am just reading what I saw on the mm-hmm. tweets. There was a hashtag that was R-A-R-W-A strong. And it seemed like there were people saying, if you don't like the movement, that romance has taken in a way to make itself stronger i think it's private i think it's probably only writers Mm. can see it if you don't like the things that romance has done to make itself more inclusive then i don't want you in my romance or something like that so the phrase make romance great again was apparently thrown around yeah so oh no (laughs) i feel like that phrase should just be tainted yeah it absolutely is like 45 years from now some kid will be like make hot dogs great again and it'll be like a little hot dog stand and some old cranky ass millennial will come and just kick it over 
Oh, I hope that's as minor as, as it <laughs> I hope that one day we can just like 45 just becomes like a dream where like we don't know what happened America lost its damn mind for a brief period of time like, but I we, think we made I back. was in some kind of haze back then I was drunk <laughs> so don't ask me what was happening I came out of it. I was married with three kids. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay, should we get to the chat? (laughs) We should. We we really we really doubt. But you know what? I feel better than we did when we did the last episode when we were really depressed. That's true. We are more focused. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We're out here thriving. It's year two. It's year two. So, do you want to lead us into our chat question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we asked. Um, you, sorry, so Danielle does these really <laughs> intricate uh, outlines, and I was gonna, I was like, I can say it off the top of my head, and I was like, no, I can't remember how it was worded, and then I looked, and I saw that she had written it out, we asked you, and I was like, well, that's helpful, and then I got all sidetracked, so, um, we asked you what new releases you're most looking forward to. Yeah, this was a dangerous question, because... There were some really good answers. Yeah, and it was not and at like, all a way for us to, like, find the, because... Oh, not at all. Not, of course. We were just curious. Just curious. We would never outsource research to Twitter. And if you see this question again... <laughs> you know, if in six months you see this question again, well, you know. So the first answer we got was from Sherelle. Hi again, Sherelle. She's Hi, she Sherelle. our contest winner? I believe she was. yeah. Um, at Sherelle Liam, and she said, her answer was Children of Blood and Bone, the, oh, the Orsha Legacy by Tommy Adeyemi. And I didn't recognize this at first, but then I looked it up. She was the one a while back, there were all these headlines, this Nigerian author was the next J.K. Rowling. She's like Mm -hmm. 23, and she's got like this seven-figure deal for a trilogy, and that includes a movie. And from what I could tell, the book takes place in this world where magic has been banned, and there's this... There's this, well, the main character is trying to bring it back. I didn't find a lot about what the trilogy was actually about. <laughs> uh-huh. So don't quote me on that. But yeah, there was a lot. I, once I looked it up, I remember, and I saw her name, there was a lot of hype about this. Hmm. Interesting. So, 23. Wow. Good for yeah, her. I know. I was like, you get it, girl. Mm-hmm. So the cover art looks pretty amazing. Um, It's on Amazon if you go and look at it and it's. I just, it's like um, a woman's face and she's got white hair going up and it's just really gorgeous. It is really gorgeous. So, but yeah, so I think that's a great, we might, is it YA? Oh my gosh. I'm going down to this look for similar items by category. Teen and young adult. (laughs) I swear this genre is stalking me, but that might be one we might have to look into. Yeah, that's true. It looks gorgeous. So. And I want to say I was there with the next J.K. Rowling. Right? And be like all hipstery. Like, what do you know about uh, Tommy? I was there. When the book deal got signed. When the book deal. I've got it day one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad she's out there making it because yeah. we need more black Definitely. women writers. Definitely. Um, do you want to do our next one? Yeah, so our next one comes from Robin Mele Pizzo, um, our longtime listener um, at EveryWoman98. She said, Whiskey and Ribbons by Lisa Cross Smith. And this um, one 
sounds interesting. There's not a lot of info, though. Yeah, so I don't know. Now, I I feel like some people, some of these authors were, like, liking this, and I can't remember if she was... She looks familiar, so I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Set in contemporary Louisville, Lisa Cross-Smith's mesmerizing first novel surrounding the death of a police officer is a requiem for marriage, friendship, and family from an author Roxanne Gay has called a consummate storyteller. Yeah, so. In March of next year. So that might be why there's not a lot of details yet. Yeah. There's not even a cover, which I'm like, so. Yeah. There's a little, apparently it's told in three voices. Evie in present day, she snowed in with Dalton. I don't know who. Dalton's her brother. During a freak blizzard, Eamon before his murder as he prepares for impending fatherhood and grapples with the danger of his profession, and Dalton as he struggles to make sense of his life next to Eamon's and decides to track down the biological father he's never known. It sounds very literature, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll have to check that one out. Yeah, so. Is this her? This is not her debut novel. No, it looks like she has... Um small fiction, short fiction. Yeah, it looks like she has she's been writing for a while. Yeah. She looks very happy in her photo. She does. I really like her photo. I like her <laughs> earrings in it. I don't know. Everyone has cool earrings except for me, because I'll lose them. Oh yeah, same. I went and started buying cheap ones, so like if I lose them I don't care. Yep. But now they mess up my ears, so now I just don't wear earrings at all. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Our next one is from Cassandra Green at Classy Green, and she said City of Saviors by Rachel Housel. And when I looked this one up, it was by, it was a, I was like really impressed to see a mystery slash crime novel because we were looking for one for our next read and we had a hard time. At least mm-hmm. I did. I don't know about you. I had a hard time finding crime or mystery novels by black women or featuring black women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sure they're so out there. It's like... Yeah, we have to we have to do more digging, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this looks really good. Um, looks like it's book four of four in a series. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we look at the first couple. Yeah. Um, you know, in our next year. But it's a female homicide detective in L.A. So mm-hmm. that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. I was about to say your hometown, but it's clearly not your hometown. It's just your. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and it comes out this month actually so does it oh or it's already out we are at least i can buy it now with one click on amazon so oh yeah i can too yeah we're blowing through this year huh (laughs) even though it feels like it's been 80 years it's 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 going by quickly but yet it's not going by quickly enough i i don't know what to say Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Every once in a while, I just wonder where Obama is, and I hope he's okay. I hope he's happy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You tried so hard, man, and uh, we're not doing that today. We're not doing that today. No, no, we're going to stay focused. So thank you, Cassandra. Um, Our next pick is from Tammy Jones. I am Tammy J. Said, this will be my undoing, living at the intersection of black female and feminism and feminist in white America. By Morgan Jenkins. That sounds really good. We follow her on Twitter and she like she's really funny on Twitter, I think. Oh yeah, I was like Morgan Jenkins, Morgan Jenkins. Yes, I do she is very funny. Yeah. And I think it's Jerkins, Morgan Jerkins. Jerkins. Okay, so my glasses are in the other room. 
Wait, why am I in the UK store? Whatever. But uh Oh yeah. But it comes Four out. Four ninety nine pounds. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That was my bad. I probably had the wrong link. Uh, right. But it looks it looks really good. So ten ninety nine in US dollars. Okay. And it comes out January thirtieth. 2018. This one might be a read we might have to do too. I know. Whether she's writing about Sailor Moon, Rachel Dolezal, the stigma of therapy, her complex relationship with her own physical body, the pain of dating when men say they don't see color. Like, it sounds like our themes. Yeah. Don't sit on all our... If they had grocery stores in there, we'd be set. (laughs) And who knows? I mean, maybe just didn't make the blurb. She might. She might. But this sounds really good. And I don't know if we've, it does. we've had a lot of, I think I was thinking the two memoirs we read this summer, are those the first two nonfiction titles we've read? Uh, so we read the poetry book. Oh, that's true. That's right. Um, but yeah, we, we, we tend to focus more on, on fiction. Fiction. So, but yeah. this, yeah, this looks really good. So I was thinking she's only in her twenties. She seems so, so much more with it than that. <laughs> Like she seems so much more together than I am. <laughs> like I, I'm still struggling. <laughs> um, yeah. So that one we're gonna have to add to our list too. Like I said, this was a dangerous question. Mm-hmm. There was so much I wanted to add to my TBR list. Mm-hmm. Same. Um. So I love that one. We're gonna go to the next one. <laughs> this username always cracks me up. <laughs> Breasted boobly at author underscore dl white. She had a list. She did. But, um. She said Abuse of Discretion by Pamela Samuels Young, which while Googling I learned is an actual legal term, and so I had to figure that out. <laughs> Lightning Men by Thomas Mullen, Bluebird Bluebird by Attica Locke, and An American Marriage by Tayara Jones. And out of all of those, aside from Bluebird Bluebird, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. I think An American Marriage is probably most likely to fit with what we do. Mm. Not to display the other ones, but it sounds really good. Newlywed Celestial and Roy on the are the embodiment of both the American dream and the new South. He's a young executive and she's an artist on the brink of an exciting career. But as they settle into the routine of their life together, they are ripped apart by circumstances neither could have imagined. Roy is arrested and sentenced to 12 years for a crime. Celestial knows he didn't commit. Mm. So, so a stirring love story is a profoundly insightful look into the hearts and minds of three people who are once bound and separated by forces beyond their control. But yeah. I don't know. It had all the words that, that hit me. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. That one we'll have to look into too. Yeah, and so that one comes out February sixth, twenty eighteen. Okay, we're lining them up. <laughs> I know this is this is like I'm telling you. We're gonna ask this question again. Don't be surprised. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, our next suggestions come from Arlene at Lock Pressed Books, another longtime listener. Um, she said mm-hmm. Shadow House Fall by Danielle Jose Older. Akata Warrior by Nettie, and another one for Bluebird Bluebird. Yeah. So I think two of those are sequels in a series. So Shadow House Fall and Akata Warrior are both sequels. Yeah, Shadow House Fall. Is this the one I'm thinking of? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard, I think I heard, I think I heard him interviewed on another podcast that was in my brain fan bros i think i heard him interviewed on fan bros and it sounded really cool like a urban fantasy about a young uh i think she's an afro-latina girl mm-hmm. um yeah it just sounded really cool and i was like i should read that <laughs> the, 
I so yeah, I went and bought the first book on Kindle because it's only two dollars. Uh huh. So I was like, why not? So it's also YA though. So I've seen the cover art everywhere. Yeah. And every time I see it, I get really excited, and then I learn, I click in and learn it's YA, and I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> so now I've just decided to like deal with it, I guess. <laughs> and apparently, it's the Audible is narrated by Annika Noni Rose. Who is that? I'm bad with names. She she's um she was Aida in on Broadway. She was. In Dreamgirls, she was Tiana, Disney's Tiana. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I think she was Aida. Maybe I'm mixing her up with Heather Headley. I think she was Aida. She's definitely the other two. She was definitely in Dreamgirls. She was the the little one who was having the affair with Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everyone remember that movie? Remember Dreamgirls? (laughs) Remember Dreamgirls? (laughs) Remember Eddie Murphy on stage pulling his pants down and mooning the audience? Oh. And that was still the highlight of his career in that decade. Remember that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what did Eddie Murphy ever do to you? Norbit. <laughs> That's what he did to me. Oh, man. I'm not forgiving him for that. So, yeah. And I think that was our last one. But her, we had two votes for Bluebird, Bluebird. As a surprise. That is our Which, next pick. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even plan that. I think we picked the book first. Yeah. And then we did the chat. Which is great. I'm like, yay, people are excited about it. I know. I'm seeing a lot of buzz for it. I'm about yeah. 30%, 31% into it. <laughs> I don't think I'm that far yet. I keep, I have not been um good about reading this last week. I don't know what happened. Uh, I fell apart. Oh, I'm 9%. <laughs> but I will, that's what I'm planning to do this evening. I, I went out yesterday and I went out this morning. So I'm like, I have done my social quota. I've hit my social quota. <laughs> So I'm going to stay inside, finish drinking this wine, and finish reading this book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Bluebird, Bluebird, it's a mystery. And it apparently, I was a little bummed that the main character was not a woman. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, And apparently, it's, I'm trying to, where'd my link go? I wanted to see what the synopsis was. <laughs> it is a powerful thriller about the explosive intersection of love, race, and justice from writer and producer of the Emmy-winning Fox TV show Empire which I also found really interesting. But apparently Darren Matthews, a black Texas ranger, he is called home to help investigate, it looks like, two murders. Mm-hmm. One is a black lawyer from Chicago, and um, and the other one is a local white woman. Mm-hmm. So he has to solve the crimes and save himself in the process before the city's long-simmering racial fault lines erupt. So it's called a rural noir. And you feel, like, I feel, like not to get into it because we're going to discuss it in the episode, mm-hmm. but the setting, you feel it. So You do. You definitely do. It, it comes out next month on the twelfth. Yeah. So yeah. So we will be, we'll be right there, um, close to the day it comes out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what what book are you excited? What upcoming book are you excited for? I am excited for Alyssa Cole's A Hope Divided, uh, which should not surprise anyone. Yeah. A cliche. But yeah, I will read it even if she says the word penis in it. I, <laughs> I will be here for it. How about you? Um, so I'm probably excited for um, The Night Masquerade, Binti 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put this on Twitter, but um, I was talking to my dad, and he randomly was like, uh, you left two books here. I was like, oh, I did. And I went up there last, and he's like, uh, by a woman named Nettie, and I read them. They're great, but they're too <laughs> short. And he's like, you have to tell me when the next book comes out because they're very, very good. 
That's adorable. Isn't that adorable? Like, I was so surprised. He was like, I picked them up and I read the first one. It was good. So I read the second one and now I want to read the third one. (laughs) That's adorable. I love it. So, yeah, she did a little photo that I think we retweeted where she compared the links. And it's like each time they just get a little bit longer. Uh I feel like that's an author thing. Yeah, I think so. Especially after you build up a world like that. Yeah. And figure out more and more where you want to go with it. So she did sort of like come for people who are like, you should make it longer or like, you should keep writing. She's like, no, it's a trilogy. She's, like, she's got a storyline planned out and she's not about to change it for you all. Well, I guess she's going to so. be busy with um, the TV show. So isn't it? Does she have a t- Oh, she's going to get a TV show too. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh-huh. All these TV shows coming out. I almost was mixing it up with the fifth season. Yeah. They're both well, yeah, going to be TV shows. They're both getting TV um, who shows. Who Fears Death so. is going to be on HBO. So, you know, there's going to be some money behind it. Yeah, hopefully it overshadows that other mess that I'm not trying to bring into the episode. I don't want to, no negativity. No negativity. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. I got to figure out if I'm going to get HBO. I've been thinking about getting HBO Go. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but at the same time, they're acting kind of foolish lately. So I'm like, you all need to sit Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll figure out what we're doing. True. So. See if you can, like, come into episodes of Insecure somehow. I mean, I did. I was thinking about buying it on. Uh, yeah. Like, is it on Hulu? No, I mean, I don't think. It, I don't. Know. Of course, it's not if they have HBO Go. But I was thinking of getting the first season like on Netflix or not Netflix, iTunes, uh, or Google some, Play, oh, Google Play. Yeah. yeah. I do these surveys, so like Google is like, if you take these surveys, we'll give you money to spend oh, in the Play yeah. Store. Which was you may have seen me tweet. One of the questions was, when was the last time you went to a polo? competition and i was like google what type of life do you think i'm living (laughs) um but you just answer questions and then they give you it's a very small amount like i think the most i've ever gotten for one question was like 80 cents Uh usually it's around 10 or 20 cents but like i've got 10 bucks now saved up so i was like yeah i can use my use my google play money on a season at least get it half off yeah that's well work it (laughs) so so that's what I'm about. But uh, as for what we are currently reading, mm-hmm. what are you currently reading? Okay, so I just, minutes before <laughs> starting the podcast, I just finished um, The Likeness by Tana French. Um, it's Is that, sorry, uh, is that the one you mentioned in the last episode that you were reading? No, so this is the oh. sequel to um, the book that I had just finished before the last one, <laughs> In the Woods. Um, so they're kind of loosely connected. It's an Irish writer. She's writing about a murder squad in Dublin. And I think there are five total books. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, different character from the first book, um, and a little bit different pacing, but she writes, she writes really like really well. And it's cool learning about you know, this area that I'm not super familiar with and reading more international authors was one of my goals for this year. So. Oh, see, you're better than I, I didn't set any, like, except aside from numbers, I didn't set any goals. (laughs) I don't think I have still been doing my book logs, nerding out on my Google forms. When we do our wrap up episode, I'm going to have some numbers to bring. Nice. (laughs) um, I'm trying to think. I am currently reading. Okay, so I'm still listening to, I feel like I don't need to keep saying this, still listening to Stephen King. Um, uh-huh. I am so overwhelmed by audible books that are longer than 10 hours. I just try to avoid them. 
Um, really? I, I know you said you like, and I get your cut. I get your logic. You want to get your money's uh-huh. worth. But yeah. once I have it, it's like, that's so many hours. See, because you don't have a big commute. I don't. I have like 15 minutes. <laughs> I drive to work. It takes me 15 minutes. Um, that's a dream. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, when am I going to listen to this? So, and aside from that, I'm really, I'm just working, as I clearly stated earlier, I'm working on reading our pick for next month. So Bluebird, Bluebird is my current read. Yeah. So I need to, I need to settle down and focus. Classes start literally in two days. I haven't even bought my textbooks. Yeah. (laughs) I I do not care. Like advanced senioritis. Imagine going to school, you're not paying for it and nobody cares if you fail. Like imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, but that's it. I think, though, I'm really excited for our next episode because I don't think I've read a true mystery before. I was trying to think. Really? Except for maybe, like, Encyclopedia Brown. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've read, like, an adult mystery because, like, Grisham novels do not count. I think they count. Because, like, you know who, they're procedurals, right? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you know who did what. It's, can this lawyer get him off or something? I see, like a legal thriller or a courtroom thriller instead of a instead of a mystery. Yeah, like a whodunit. I see. And I think really the only one I read was that one, A Time to Kill. Ah, okay. He did also write a Christmas book, which was terrible. You know, I walked into work, and that book is on my bookshelf in my office. Skipping Christmas. Uh huh. Ah, that's awesome. I don't know how we got there. (laughs) That and a book about lightning. <laughs> Is it like just a bookshelf where people abandon books they don't want? It's like I'm just gonna no, leave this here. That's my bookshelf. Oh, it's your it's your personal? <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was like the office bookshelf. No. It's in my office <laughs> in the corner. There's a book about lightning and skipping Christmas <laughs> on it. Like I so. guess these are mine now. <laughs> I guess so. The gym I used to go to, they had like a shelf where you could like drop off books. It was uh, that kind of situation. And I thought it was maybe that kind of situation where you could like, it was like a give a book, leave, leave a book, take a book kind of situation. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. What's the, is it a fiction? Is it like fiction lightning or like nonfiction? Like you're learning it's about called, lightning. It's called lightning fire in the sky. It literally sounds like <laughs> it's going to teach you about lightning. Lightning. That's, that's yep. intense. <laughs> that's intense. Oh my gosh. <sighs> But yes. Yeah. So, other than I think, for the most part, unless you have any other, I don't think so. We talked about penises, so I check. Think we're good. We, we check that box. Check, check. I need to. I'm gonna go retweet that right now, like so that when I get sad, as I inevitably will, you gotta will, retweet it from our from Black Chicklet too, so oh, people yes. know what we endorse. When I get sad, as I inevitably will, I can go back and find that tweet and be like, you know what? It's not as hard for me as it is for whoever wrote this comment. That is very true. They're out here stressed. (laughs) You just think about that next time. (laughs) Because holy crap, I cannot get over it. (laughs) And like, you can't even be offended by something like that. You just got to be like, you know what? It's it's like, it's got to be hard out there. All those gray uh, sweatpants. Oh, you just brought back terrible Mizzou memories. <laughs> so, like, those boys did not wear pants or underpants under their regular pants, and you just saw too much. Hmm. So, but that's TMI. We're getting way, way off topic. But other than, but I think we're, 
we're good. good. Yeah. So um, solid episode. I loved everybody's recommendations. Yeah, I know. Thank you guys as always for writing in um, and telling people about us, participating in the chats. You know, it's been a good year. Like we've been growing a lot faster than I thought we would. Um, yeah, we had a thousand followers. We did. We're over a thousand now. Yeah, we're like ten twenty four. 1,024. 1,022 of those people are awesome. Two of them are us. (laughs) Two of them are silly, (laughs) silly girls. (laughs) Who just follow for the stay in the know. But yeah, so I'm really excited for what we got coming up. So we're going to, clearly we're going to have to do a little reorganization, I think, because like we're a legitimate thing now. This is not a thing. Uh I feel like it is. It's not a thing we just threw together. (laughs) Some (laughs) hot August saturday <laughs> yeah. so i'm really inspired though we had some other podcast ideas that maybe once we yeah once we maybe get into it maybe once you're done with school we can try out we'll a couple a, other we'll build a network yeah i really like that idea that other idea we had yeah. <laughs> the debates yeah. idea. y'all are gonna get so sick of us our heads <laughs> got so big we <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, you can follow us on Twitter, of course, at Black Chick Lit, on Instagram at BCL Podcast, and visit us at blackchicklit.com. Whoop. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to us at contact at blackchicklit.com. Mm-hmm. And, and don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Um, that really helps other listeners find us and push us up in the charts so that everyone can hear this wonderful nonsense that we spout every other week. It also just feeds our ego and makes us happy. So. It does. <laughs> we I we need some positivity. We Share do. the love. Share the love. I mean, you what was our motto? Twenty seventeen, blacker, blacker than, than ever. Mm-hmm. We gotta get that on a t shirt, I swear. Well, you know, big things might be coming. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in two weeks when we read Bluebird. Bluebird by Attica Locke. Can't wait. (laughs) That was really creepy. I apologize. Bye. (laughs) You're like, can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Penises.